What's up? It's your girl DDJ, and you are tuning in to my podcast. So the last two segments that we did were great and all, but today we getting right into it. Okay, um, please make sure you tune into my podcasts on Mondays and Fridays. Please, please, please tune in on Mondays and Fridays. I thought I was gonna do it every day. But, you know, my brain needs time for thinking, okay? So, Mondays and Fridays will be the days that I do my podcast. So, let's get right into it. So, today, you know, um, it's probably going to be a little sad, okay? We're talking about depression. Um, There was somebody that I seen on um, my Instagram yesterday that was dealing with it. And it brought me back to a state of, like, that it's real, you guys, depression is really real. Um, depression comes from different ways. People deal with depression. Depression is is different. There's different types of depression. Is what I'm saying. Um, people cope with it different. People uh, analyze it different. You know, some people can't get out of it. Some people take medicine just to get out of it. Personally, I didn't take any medicine. Okay. I prayed (laughs) and I prayed and I write, but you know, everybody has a different religion. So, um, some people think, you know, it's better for them to take medication because it's too severe, um, that they can't handle it by them. They can't cope with it by themselves or, you know, they're trying to depend on somebody else. So some people take medicine to get them out of their depression. Um, personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to do that because you don't want to get addicted to that stuff, uh, that medicine. And 20 years later, you hear a commercial saying, did you take depression pills? You could have compensation waiting for you. Okay. But if you feel like that's the only way, um, to get help, please do so. Please take care of that. Um, like I said, depression is a real thing. Um, I didn't really look up the meaning for depression. The reason why I didn't look up the meaning is because everybody should know the meaning of depression. You know, if you don't know the meaning of depression, you know, the, you know, or you have felt the feeling of being uh, depressed or having depression. Um, like I said, it's real. Like there's a helpline for it that I seen when I looked it up. Uh, looked up the meaning for depression. Um, it is 1-800-950-6264. That's a helpline for depression. Uh, if you find yourself that you can't talk to anybody, you don't trust anybody, there's not somebody that you feel like you can talk to, like I said, there's a helpline and it's 1-800-950-6264. Uh, feel free to call that number. It's there for people that need help that one i guess i don't know what that line you know what they say on that line because i didn't call personally um but it was available when i had looked up uh depression um trying to find the meaning of it um the first time that i have dealt with depression um was when my aunt passed away you know uh i think that was back in dang that had to be my freshman year so back in 2013 yeah, about 2013, I believe. Uh, like I said, I was a freshman in, and um, I can remember because I was on uh, the step team, so I didn't have a phone. I think I had a phone then. I am not for sure, but <laughs> that's not that doesn't matter. But anyway, um, I was on the step team, and I was at step practice, and I think we was getting ready for a show. 
and uh i had got a call when my one of my uh step um leaders had got a call from my brother and so you know he was just telling me like hey you need to get home uh you know stink passed away you know i'm gonna say that's her that's her nickname that it, we all called her stink uh she passed away and everything else and uh, it makes me sad every time i think about it you know <laughs> but it's a podcast and i want to be real with you guys i want you guys to understand you know depression you know y'all don't be crying because i'm crying okay <laughs> i ain't trying to make y'all cry or nothing but um yeah it was really hard you know seeing somebody pass away you know because even though I wasn't close to her, as in that, that was still my aunt, you know, that's still your family, your friend, whatever. Um, and so I think when, I think when we got back from the funeral, that's when it kind of like hit me because it was just like, I wasn't really eating. I wasn't talking as much and I just didn't feel like myself, you know, and that was the first time I ever felt depressed. Um, and you know me and my family we always had talks like my parents were good at that uh, i thanked them for that you know they always were open like okay what does anybody have to say how is everybody feeling type thing and so uh you know i kind of went off on them not on them but over the fact that you know i just felt like nobody really was paying attention to me nobody really cared nobody really asked how i was doing and uh you know, from that situation, you know, they didn't really know. They didn't really think that I would be hurt about the situation. But I was, you know, that was my aunt. Just as well as that was, you know, their aunt, my, my siblings' aunt. So, like I said, that was the first time I felt depressed. Um, and then dealing with depression from, like, relationships. I've dealt with with depression in relationships. Um, I dealt with depression by myself as well. Uh but relationships i think you know after 2017 that's when i really was depressed like i just felt like there was just no meaning like i don't want to be here i don't care about anything i'm done with this like i can't go through all this no more you know and it was just like uh waking up going to sleep waking up going to sleep waking up going to sleep i felt like i had no meaning no purpose um, and I think I felt like that since, dang, probably like, um, I don't really know. I think this year is when I really have overcome depression. And I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm saying overcome because that I know that that's not a place where I want to be. I'm not going to do anything to drag me to that position that I was back in 20, 20, 2017 through 2019. I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be that low anymore to feel like I'm waking up, going to bed, waking up, going play, you know, doing doing my regular day stuff and then just coming back, going to bed. And I just felt like I had no meaning like there. What is the, I just kept asking, what is the purpose? What is the purpose of me being here? What is, why am I here? Like, what is the purpose? And everybody, and, and the thing about it, everybody has a purpose. Um, like I'm about to be 23 on Saturday. Whoop, whoop. And 
for 22 has to be the worst year I've ever done. Okay? <laughs> the worst. Like, I don't want to say I feel bad for people that's turning 22. I wish you nothing but the best. But let me tell you something. Uh, I don't know. But every every age is going to be different for other people. So, you probably, your, your worst year was probably 18, 16, whatever. But mine was 22. 22 taught me so much so much it taught me so much about myself what i can handle what i can't handle what i will tolerate and what i won't tolerate i literally had to relearn myself re-get to know myself turn being 22 20 like i said 22 was probably like the worst age of me being but with it being the worst year it's been the most growth year of me being 22 because there's i'm pretty sure if i the stuff that i went through this year if i would have never went through it i'd be doing the same old stuff running around with this person doing this person talking to this person you know you know just being friends with this person in a relationship with that person you know i was just doing a lot and you know god had to sit me down and say Look, little girl, yeah, I'm going to do something to you to slow you down because you're doing too much. And it, it that's what it took. And let me tell you something. It was a wake-up call. And um, having people that actually love you and care for you or being around you is just a total blessing. I thank God for my friend Tracy every day. If I, if I forget, you feel me? I pray for her. Okay. If I forget, I pray for her when I go to bed because she doesn't understand. Well, I don't know. She understands, but far as letting her know every day, I don't tell her every day, like, Oh, I thank God for you type stuff. But she has been such a blessing because of the fact of, you know, when I was going through stuff, she was the first person I could call or I could tell her. And when I told her something, her response was nothing like I expected. Like when I say nothing like I expected, nothing like I expected. And for, I think it was probably for like three weeks, I felt alone like I didn't want to talk to nobody I didn't want to tell nobody I didn't want to do anything like because it was just like why why am I have to go through this you know and a lot of people ask that why am I going through this it feels like like when I was doing it last year I took blow after blow after blow after blow after blow after blow not publicly mentally Physically and emotionally, I took blow after blow after blow. Getting hurt by people that you think is going to be in your life for forever. Blow after blow after blow. You feel me? And um, it causes you to be depressed. Because it, it, it makes you feel like, dang, like, will I ever be out this position? You know, it feels like when you're going through stuff, it feels like it's a forever thing. Thing. and you just don't like you don't want to be here no more you don't want to and I when I say be here no more I mean like be wherever you're at in that situation you don't want to be there no more you don't want to be around them people no more you just want to forget if anything ever happened and you try to put this happy face on when you're around family friends and deep down you just want somebody to ask you are you okay and not just are you how are you doing okay but no sis are you okay Okay, those 
those three words had to count it. <laughs> those three words can help improve your day. But if you're like me and you don't like to talk to certain people or to a lot of people with your problems or everything that you're thinking about, I'm telling you this right now. It's either you need to find something that you can let your anger out or your sadness out or whatever. You feel me? Like, I do writing. Like, um, I don't know what hit me to start writing, but I had got this journal. Sorry, but I'm getting it right now. I got this journal. Y'all, I started writing. Oh, this is not a date. Let me see. I think I started writing in 2017. Um... Let me see, y'all, because I'm trying to trying to see what did I. I think I started writing in 2017. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Uh, I'm trying to find a date because I used to write the dates, you know, uh, um, when I started writing. And, y'all, I bought me a journal and I started writing. Okay, so this says 2018. This says July 2018. So, about, yeah... About 2018, okay, about 2018, that's when I started writing. Um, I think I had another journal before this, though. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. But, um, 20, ooh, snap, did they say 2020? Hold on, y'all, because uh, I ain't never go back and read a lot of the stuff that I used to write about. Because I'm pretty sure if I do, I'm going to be like, dang, sis, you grown. <laughs> You grown, grown, because you let that person alone. We don't even talk to that person no more. And that's crazy. But, um, I just seen the paper. It was like red ink. Okay, I don't see it no more. Okay, but anyways, so yeah, so I started writing in 2018. So 2018 is when I started writing. I got me a journal. I feel, Like I said, I think I had me a journal before that. I just don't know where I put it at all. I probably threw it away. But, um, so I bought me a journal and I started writing in it and I'm telling you, it helped me so much because all my frustrations, all the tears that I have cried writing in this journal are in word for word, how I felt, you know, who it was about. Okay. Names, all of this, all of it is in this book right here or in this journal right here. And um, that's what I did. I did that to help my depression because whenever I had a bad day or somebody tested me or whatever, or however I felt, you know, I would write, you know, feel me like sometimes I would have to bring my journal with me because I probably knew that it was going to be a messed up day and I need to write. Excuse me. I need to write because uh -uh, I can't make through this day, you know, being depressed. Um, and I also had depression in 2018 through 2019 from being by myself. Yes, people. Being by yourself is very, can be very depressing. Uh, I just feel like I was empty. Like, I just wanted, I wanted someone to love. I wanted someone to care for. And I wanted somebody to love me back as much as I love them. And I would go looking for all, looking for it in all the wrong places. You know, I would be messing with this dude, knowing that he was probably cheating on me or doing, uh, talking to other females. But at the same instance, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, I just wanted 
to show somebody love, you know? And a lot of people get in that type of predicament where they're just lonely and they just want somebody to love them. And they want, you know, you want to show that love too. You want to give, you know, you just want somebody to to love on you know not it don't have to be physically but just emotionally you know and and uh mentally you just want to love on them because you have so much love to give that when you when a person comes up to you and just says oh i like you or, i want to be with you boom you you shatter all that love on that person smothering them and you know you never you know they don't know how to accept it because they never had no love like that so they back away because they said oh this is too much type thing so you know like I said I had to back away from a lot of people and relearn myself you know get to know myself love myself not saying that I don't have flaws because I do have flaws but you know loving myself especially with me being big I don't care who you is you can be the finest dude in the picture and you can see him talk about oh that's why I don't want your fat self anyway all right that's not gonna make me sad. It's not gonna make. It's not. It, it'll probably bother me a little because I'm just like, dude. You said I was big before that. Why? Why are you trying to do that? You can't say I'm broke. You can't say I ain't got no money. You can't say I don't look good. I don't know how to dress. You know what I'm saying? You can just say I'm big. That's it. But you. But your mama big. Yeah. And your granny. And your auntie. Okay. But um, <laughs> but still, you know, I had to see here and love all my flaws. I had to get to know and re-love all the flaws because of the fact of I was sitting here trying to love these dudes instead of trying to take the time out to love myself, love me within me. You feel me? Look in the mirror and say, dang, I got some bumps on my skin. But I'm still cute, though, okay? Can't nobody rock my skin how I can rock it, you know? Can't nobody smile how I can smile. Can't nobody laugh how I can laugh. Can't nobody have these little uh, uh, messed up eyebrows like I have these messed up eyebrows, okay? So I had to relearn myself. Um, and that's how I lifted myself. I would do post-it notes on my mirror, okay? When I was living by myself, I did post-it notes and saying, you are beautiful, you're cute, you're pretty, you're worthy, you can drop five pounds, you can do this, drink water today. I would have scriptures on my mirror because of the fact that I had to remind myself how much I matter to myself, you feel me, and not to other people. I don't need to matter to other people as long as I matter to myself, baby. That's all I need. That's all I need in God. That's all I need. Other than that, I don't need a dude to sit here and try to love me. I don't need a dude to sit here and try to spoil me. Because what a dude can get for me, baby, you can get for yourself. You don't have to have nobody pay for your meal. You can go out to eat by yourself. It's okay. You know what? Download Netflix. Buy Netflix. And watch you a movie while you sitting there eating. It may look lonely, but hey, you having a good time, okay? You eating you some chicken wings with some ranch and a soda, and you good. You don't, you don't have, it, it's just about loving and getting to know yourself. Take yourself out on a date. You know, that's what I had to realize, y'all. I'm Everything I'm telling y'all, this is what I had to realize. I had to realize that I don't need somebody to be in the passenger seat. I got me in the passenger seat. I'll be in my car talking to myself because of the fact that I'm just like, yeah, you know, I shouldn't do that. Girl, you can go ahead and do that. Just do it. Just get it over with because at the end of the day... Ain't nobody gonna do it but you, so you might as well just do it. It's okay because you're taught, you're getting to know yourself all over again. It takes time, 
Oh, yeah. It takes time to get to know yourself all over again. Because you got to know what you like, what you don't like, what you're going to tolerate, what you're not going to tolerate. What you, you feel me, what you do, what you're not going to do. You know, that's just you relearning yourself. Um, even if you got to write it in a journal, write it in a journal and say, okay, my name is this and this and that. I'm 6'2", and this is my favorite color, this is my age. And then it makes you think like, okay, do I really like that show? What is my favorite show? What is my favorite movie? Like, what is my favorite color? Like, okay, what's my favorite brand? Okay, all right, all right. You know, get to read, get to know yourself again. Uh, and like I said, how I lifted myself was writing and praying. Oh my God, praying. Let me tell you something. Get you some blessed oil. Rub it on your forehead and rub it on your hands. And I rub it on my heart too. So that God knows that my heart is pure, you know. Um, and know that everything that I'm saying is coming right from my heart. And uh, and from my head, you know, I rub it on my head because, you know, so he can know what I'm thinking and everything. Even though he already knows what you're thinking, you know, I just take it as bad. That's how I look at it. Um, but praying, let me tell y'all something. Praying is the number one key. You feel me? When you pray, you can tell him everything. He might know every he he knows everything, but it feels better when you just praying and talking to him. Talk to him how you how I'm talking to y'all. You feel me? Without don't kiss. Don't kiss the guy. I shouldn't even have to tell y'all that. Y'all should know. But anyway, other than that, pray, man. Pray, pray pray if y'all gotta watch my pastor michael todd he is a great mentor okay especially on youtube he is a pastor and he talks and he specializes with young people and i'm telling you watch his relationships uh dating or whatever uh sequence i'm telling you it is going to open your eyes it's going to mentally have you thinking like eh no we shouldn't be together uh uh-uh. maybe we should change some things but no so y'all look after him pastor michael todd i'm telling you he on youtube y'all he on facebook he on instagram look him up um he also helped me relift myself too but how am i doing now with depression it is okay i'm not gonna say i'm great i'm not gonna say i'm perfect because i'm not um sometimes i do have it to where i gotta wake up in the middle of the night and start writing because i know that if i don't write i'm gonna be sad the next day i'm about to be depressed listening to these sad songs because baby when i'm depressed i'm, I'm putting on janae aiko or you know if i really just want to get all my feelings out janae aiko new balance from her trip uh album that helps me get all my frustration frustrations and words flowing from my heart from my mind all of it into that paper you know um because that heart that that song just speaks to me like i mean she speaks to me as a person like you feel me like just her being an artist is just like oh my god like she just it's like she knows me personally on what i be going through type stuff but um but other than that like i said i'm doing good I can honestly say and I thank God for me doing good because um, there's a lot of people that still suffering from it. So I thank God that, you know, he blessed me to come out of that because, like I said, dealing with depression is very, very hard, especially when you don't have family, especially when you have friends, especially if you have people that you can't trust that's in your family or your friends. Like, it's very, very sad. 
Um, but there are people out there that are willing to help. Look it up on Google, man. There are free, there are, there are people that's doing this stuff for free and you don't have to pay anything because they have been through it and they want to help. They already know what you're going through. They've been there, done that, and they're willing to help and not charge you. So please, if you know anybody that's going through that, reach out to them, ask them, are you okay? It, that's all it takes. And you never know how you will change somebody's day by asking that. That is like three words that can change a life. You don't know if somebody about to do something to themselves tonight, the next hour, or do something to somebody else the next hour or the next day. And are you okay can help that. It is real, people. In high school, it's real. Elementary, it's real. You feel me? Middle school, it's real. And it's the worst. Especially when you're in high school and middle school, it's the worst. So, please reach out to people. Like, I'm not saying, you know, try to reconnect with old people and do all that. But if you see them on social media saying crazy stuff, like... They about to end it. They wish the world would end right now. Baby, <laughs> ask them if they okay. Because you don't want them coming to your house and starting something. And then finishing something too as well. So please, be on the lookout. You know, Like I said, you never know who you can help. You never know who you can inspire. And you never know who will need your support. So please, 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 please. Those simple words will help somebody's day, will make somebody's day, and could, you know, potentially save somebody and save themselves. So please make sure you ask somebody, are they okay? No matter if you don't even want to hear about it, just just say it because you're showing somebody that you care. No matter if you, like I said, no matter if you want to, don't want to hear about it, you never know what they're going through. All right. So, I know this is kind of like a downer, but it's okay because, like I said, this is a real thing that is happening today in this time. Especially with the pandemic going on, the racial stuff, war going on. It's, it stuff needs to be talked about, okay? I'm not a political person, so you'll never hear me talk about politics or the economy or nothing like that. You feel me? I speak on the real, everyday stuff. But like depression period um but like i said you know are you okay changing somebody's day and like i said there is a helpline for depression and that's 1-800-950-6264 so please help somebody help yourself if you're going through it and i hope this helped you guys inspired you guys and just to let you know i hear and i understand and i support you guys so i hope you guys tune in Friday for my next segment. And that's the day before my birthday. So get ready. Because it's going to be a turn up. <laughs> but y'all have a good day. I will see you guys later. Talk to you guys later. And spread the word of my podcast. Because baby, we going big. Bigger and better things this year. 2020, I'm coming after you. <laughs>